Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Flying solo here on the show today. Mike Sempervivi was unavailable. Jim Valley is still recovering. Should be back very soon. We'll give you an update as soon as we have one. But even though I'm flying solo, I got a million things to talk about. Probably best that there's no other co-host, because I'm just going to be rambling on here for the next hour. Actually, the next 40 minutes, because in the final segment of the show, we will be joined by Luke Gallows. Or maybe Sex Ferguson. Not sure yet, but that's coming up in the final segment of the show. Talking the uh, Talking Shopamania show, Fight.tv, is coming Saturday night. Million things to get into. I want to start with this here, then we'll get into all of the business after the break. Obviously, terrible news. British wrestling legend, junior heavyweight innovator, Mark Rollerball Rocco, passed away at 69 years old. Passing announced by All-Star Wrestling, who wrote that Rocco had been suffering for the past few months. It is with the greatest of sadness that we have to announce the passing of the one and only Mark Rollerball Rocco. After suffering for the past few months, our thoughts go to his family and friends. The original Black Tiger in Japan debuted for New Japan in 1982 as a uh, rival of the original Tiger Mask, Satoru Siyama. Whether you know him as the original Black Tiger Rollerball or simply by his name, Mark Rocco left an indelible imprint on our industry, Chris Hero tweeted. In a tribute, whether it's versus Sayama, Fujinami, Dynamite, Marty Jones, do yourself a favor and watch a match of his today. Rest in peace. Seems sad. The sad news keeps coming. Very sad to see the passing of Rollerball Rocco, one of the innovators of the junior heavyweight style of wrestling that we love so dear. It was wonderful to have him as a guest of honor at our first ever New York Hall show, or your call show, Andy Quindlin tweeted the original black tiger mentor for jushin liger on his uk excursion mark rollerball rocco has passed away lots of stuff up on william regal's twitter about this as well so you can check that out we gotta head to a break back in a moment wrestling observer live the great thing about facts they're proven like the fact that crude oil contains impurities 
or that base oil made from natural gas is 99.5% free of impurities. And the fact that Pennzoil is the first synthetic motor oil made from natural gas, not crude oil. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Ask for it at Jiffy Lube. Between jobs, retiring, or just need health or life insurance, please visit myhealth-quotes.com or call 833-687-5261. Before you try to get a quote online, call us. We will provide you with the information most sites will not. We teach you exactly what life or health insurance plan you qualify for, how to use your plan, and maximize your benefits. We provide you with the information to make a knowledge-based decision to ensure selecting the right plan. Myhealth-quotes.com to schedule an appointment. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. Process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit. One quick three-minute phone call. That's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published. Pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. 800-603-0885. That's 800-603-0885. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts, and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free, guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. No Mike Sempervivi today, flying solo until the final segment. But we will be joined by Luke Gallows, talking talking shop of mania. It's coming up Saturday night, fight.tv. Low-level UFC is the only competition, which might not even start until later, the main card, so... You can check it out, fight.tv, as well as traditional uh, pay-per-view. A couple of very quick news notes, and we'll get into the meat of everything here today. Yes, it is true, AEW has signed Eddie Kingston. We talked about this last week. I noted that as of last week, he had not been signed yet, but from talking to people there, the feeling was that it was inevitable that he was going to be signed. And there you go, Eddie Kingston, now part of All Elite Wrestling. Best news I've heard all day, quite frankly, in terms of, of news. 
for quite a while, actually. I've always been a huge fan of Eddie Kingston, and here he is getting his shot for AEW. SmackDown tonight, two title matches. At Namor, we have got Bailey versus Nikki Cross for the SmackDown women's title. We have AJ Styles versus Gran Metalik for the Intercontinental title. I have a feeling that's going to be an angle, but I don't know that for sure. And Naomi will be facing Lacey Evans. And the way they're advertising it is the Mandy Rose Otis love story continues. So they will be back on the show tonight. Ratings for Wednesday. Only a couple of things of of real note. Despite the return of live sports, Major League Baseball, the total Wednesday night wrestling audience was up to 1.48 million viewers on Wednesday night. 1.5% higher than the previous week. AW Dynamite, 773,000 viewers. And NXT, 707,000 viewers. 18 to 49, AW was number 6. And I believe NXT was, I think, 28th on cable. So all of that is, is roughly the same. All of the demos, roughly the same. As always, AW won every demo except over 50. And in fact, uh, one of the main reasons that NXT was up was a huge gain in over 50, which was kind of interesting, actually, because with AEW, they had a drop in older viewers, and the presumption was that the drop in older viewers were viewers that decided that they were going to watch baseball. But for NXT, they had those older viewers. So it's it's interesting that it appears, at least to a degree, that the difference between the NXT and the AEW audience is that the NXT audience is largely older WWE fans, and they're going to watch WWE. I mean, we've seen this happen with things other than sports. We've seen this happen with uh, debates and national news stories. That hurts the AEW audience more than the NXT audience. The AEW audience seems to be... They're in sports, more so than the NXT audience. So if there's if there's sports competition like baseball, which attracts an older audience, AEW loses that audience. But for whatever reason, NXT does not. Their older audience grows. So the thing that was different this week is 1.480 million viewers, the combined number for AEW and NXT, beat the third hour of Raw. More wrestling fans watched AEW and NXT Live than watched the third hour of Raw. If you combine the AEW and NXT 18-49 number, it is 0.48, which beat Raw, the overall three-hour Raw. That did a 0.7 in 18-49, as noted by Dave or maybe Paul Fontaine, those numbers would have been unthinkable just a few years ago. So the story now, which I mentioned last night on the Brian Vinny Show, which is kind of interesting, is AW and NXT are battling each other. They're going head-to-head. But at the same time, the two promotions are basically teaming up to slowly take over the viewership of Raw and SmackDown. So it's very, very interesting. More people watched AEW and NXT live than watched that third hour of Raw. And the way that Raw is going, 
in the last three weeks, they've set all-time low records a few times now, just in the past three weeks. So it is very possible that once, especially come September, football season, etc., I mean, it's possible that Wednesday might regularly be beating the viewership for Raw on Monday and SmackDown on Friday in certain demos and in total viewers in some in some cases. So there you go. That's that's the interesting uh, numbers coming out of Wednesday. So also, we had the WWE earnings report. We talked about this a little bit yesterday. And here's just here's the general information then I'll talk more about it. WWE released their 2020 quarter 2 numbers which showed a year-over-year decrease, but a record year-to-date revenue record buoyed by their TV contracts and some big savings with not running live shows. So before I get into specifics here, this is the gist of it, everybody. COVID-19 hit, and WWE was forced to cancel WrestleMania, and they stopped running all of their house shows, which they'd already started to do. And they stopped running Raw and SmackDown Live. Now they run in the Performance Center, and they tape these shows, and off they go on the airwaves. Okay? Now also, WWE furloughed. We don't even know the number, but it could have been as many as 100 people from all different divisions in WWE. They got rid of wrestlers. They got rid of agents. One of them to our benefit because Lance Storm returned. So when this happened, you know, we noted, and, and you know, there are people defending this. Oh, they're a publicly traded company. They were the only wrestling company to furlough, fire, cut anybody. Ring of Honor hasn't done a thing. They haven't gotten rid of anybody. Impact Wrestling hasn't gotten rid of anybody. AEW hasn't gotten rid of anybody. New Japan, I I can go on and on. All of these different wrestling promotions, they took care of all of their employees during the pandemic, or their independent contractors. WWE in the middle of this pandemic, boom, they laid the axe down. Cut, 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 cut. We got one of them on the show today. Luke Gallows, cut. Carl Anderson, cut. Boom, cut, 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 cut. So they cut all of these people during the pandemic. But because there was a pandemic, because they were no longer renting out arenas, because they were no longer doing satellite uplinks, because they were no longer doing all of that, they ended up making $50 million as a result of all of these savings. The amount of money... In, I think, like per quarter, every single person that they cut, they saved $4 million per quarter. So, and by the way, this didn't even count in this quarter. This will be in the next quarter. So, they axed $4 million in talent costs during a pandemic at a time that, because of the pandemic, they ended up making an extra. $50 million because of savings as a result of what happened with the pandemic. The actual numbers here, 
Operating income last year for the quarter, this is last year, operating income was $17.1 million. This year, because of running shows at the Performance Center, the operating income increased to $55.7 million. Net income, revenues for quarter two decreased a little bit, but I mean, what really happened was they're making so much more money off these television deals, and these television deals are going to continue to escalate. So it was their most profitable quarter of all time ever because they were no longer running shows live in different buildings all around the country. And I guess, you know, partially because they cut everybody. But that's, that's actually, that wasn't even because that's, that's next quarter. Anyway, more on this after the break. Observer Live. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-516-2499-800-516-2499-800-516-2499. Again, that's 800-516-2499. Paid for by Final Expense Direct. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your 
your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right in the show, Brian Elber is here, Wrestling Observer Live. A couple of other notes here. We'll talk about some of the good news for WWE, but I'm, I'm hung up on one thing here, and that is that... Think about this fact. Merely by not running live Raw and SmackDown shows and NXT, merely by not running them, by instead running the shows in the Performance Center and taping them, they, because of that change, the amount of money basically generated, meaning it wasn't paid out, and so, you know, they got to display that money in, in, in profits here, they could have paid for every single person that they cut for four years. One quarter! This isn't even counting what they're going to make next quarter, and the quarter after that, and the quarter after that, and the quarter after that. This one quarter the money they saved by not going live and renting out buildings and everything like that they could have paid for every single person that they cut for four years and i don't want to downplay all of the wrestlers that got fired obviously this affected everybody but when you when you focus on the wrestlers that got cut in furloughed or even the agents you're ignoring all of the people that you never heard about that got furloughed, that did little things here and there for all of the live events, who weren't making anything near what these wrestlers or these agents were making. They weren't, I don't want to say they were making nothing, but when you think about, you know, for example, how much Gallows and Anderson, they're, they're the new deals that they signed, when you think about what they were making, I mean, these people were making nothing. WWE fired and furloughed them, whatever, in the middle of a pandemic at a time where they saved enough money in one quarter to pay all of them for four years. In one quarter. And we still have next quarter and the quarter after. And I mean, next year, those those television rights fees, they go up even higher. They're escalating deals. So anyway, good news for WWE. I mean, WWE is being buoyed by a couple of things. One of them, obviously, is the television deals. These television deals, I mean, they are rich, at least through 2024. Now, the important year is going to be 2022 when they start negotiating new deals. Will they be able to get as good or better for the television deals in 2024? We don't know. Now, every single time there's a negotiation period, everybody expects that, ah, the decline is such in television ratings that for sure they're going to make the same or less. And they always make more, okay? Maybe that'll continue on forever. But we do know one thing, and that is that their television deals in the UK, in fact, they lost several television deals. And at least one of those television deals ended up going to AEW. Because 
WWE wanted way more money than it was felt that they were worth. AEW was offering their product for a a cheaper price, and they were taken up on the offer. So they have lost television deals in the UK because they weren't doing as well as whatever they were paid to do. Okay, SmackDown, one hundred thousand percent is not performing the way that Fox wanted it to perform. NXT, NXT, and everybody talks about, oh, Raw is doing so much better than the USA average, everything like that, which is true. But guess what? NXT is at the station average. So if they've got like a really old audience, which they do, and the ad rates for that show are significantly less than the ad rate for another show that's doing the same number... I mean, NXT could, don't report this as a fact, but it could be on the chopping block. So I think Raw is definitely safe for 2024, but NXT is going to be roll the dice, I believe, and SmackDown probably as well. The good thing for SmackDown is, you know, SmackDown is way below the Fox Friday night average when live shows are airing, when new, new programming is airing. But during rerun season, it actually does better than the rerun shows were doing a year prior. So SmackDown, you at least get a consistent number over 52 weeks. So it is possible that they will be safe, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. So television deals are number one. Also, and I don't want to say I told you so, but you know what else did really well? The WWE Network. Now... There's a few reasons why the WWE Network was up, I believe, for the first time in a couple of years. And, you know, one of the reasons, obviously, is there's a pandemic. And if you were a person that used to go to your buddy's house to watch pay-per-views, and now your buddy wants to social distance, I mean, if your buddy used to have six people over, well, maybe not all six, but maybe one of those people, they just got the WWE Network on their own. So... Part of this was probably that, that the pandemic caused pay-per-view parties to die, and some of those people that would go over to someone else's house, well, they just bought the network on there. But you know what change they made that ended up with the WWE Network doing the best it's done in years now? They got rid of the free month! I talked about this forever! Always offering that free month, the free trial. And like every single one of you listening to this knows what happened. Everybody signed up with a new email address. They got the new free month. They would offer three free months. You would get your three free months, and then you would cancel, and they would send you another link for three more free months or whatever. Or you got a new email address, and you did the... I mean, there were people that were doing the free month gimmick forever. And we pointed this out over and over again how easy this was. And for years, they kept that free month gimmick. And finally, they got rid of it, axed it. There is no more free month. And lo and behold, some of those people paid. Now, it's not like the WWE Network numbers doubled. I mean, they, they didn't double. But, you know, this is a period where, dude, look at some of these pay-per-views. I mean, even the hardest of the hardcore WWE fans... I mean, are you going to sit here with a straight face and tell me that the pay-per-view offerings by WWE have been better since WrestleMania this year 
than they've ever been since the network launched in 2014? Of course not. But because there's a pandemic, because a lot of people aren't going to their friends' houses anymore, and because you can no longer get a free month at all, they have seen an increase in subscribers. So we've basically got the the television rights fees. We've got the WWE Network being up. And another thing, they they basically doubled their merch numbers because they're selling a bunch of brand new championship belts. So that appears to be the, the big change in, in merchandise. Fans love their belts, and they've got all sorts of new belts out. They've got some signature series belts. Like, you can get, you know, the cheap versions for, like, anywhere from, I don't know, you know, $300, $400 if they're on sale to their signature version. They have real leather and cubic zirconia, you know, diamonds or whatever for, like, $2,000. They're selling a lot of belts. Fans want to feel like champions during this pandemic. Now, the bad news, WWE, and this could all be really bad news in, you know, two years when it's time to... They get a new television deal. These Raw and SmackDown ratings are awful. And I, I don't have the chart in front of me. I, I think it's... I mean, you can find it. So so these numbers are not exact, so don't get mad at me. But this is, this is you know, generally here. So they had this, this, uh, they had this chart. And it had the decline of Raw, which... 23.5% or something like that. These are all off the top of my head. It could be up or down a little bit. But, I mean, this is just the general. The, the, the gist of the story is more important than the actual number. So Raw is down like 23.5%. And then right next to it is USA Network, which I forget the number, but it was down like 22.5%. So then they've got uh, the SmackDown numbers and, and cable as a whole and everything like that. So what they were trying to do with this chart was was show you that oh well raw is down but it's not I mean it's you know it's a big deal obviously but all of all of USA network is down as a whole. So it's not as bad as it seems that we're down 23.5% because USA is down 22.5%. Well this is profoundly misleading because when they say that raw's down 23.5% and USA is down 22.5% or whatever, the USA Network decline includes that massive raw decline. So for a fair comparison, you have to do what is the raw decline compared to what is the USA Network decline without raw? Because obviously if raw's down 23.5%, then the USA Network is going to be down considerably as well. So taking out raw, how much has USA Network declined? Well, it's like 5%. So the reality is, Raw has declined like four times as badly as the USA Network as a whole has declined. And as far as like what everybody likes to say, oh, well, you know, no, these kids aren't watching cable anymore. Cable's also way down, blah, blah, blah. Cable this quarter was only down like 1% year over year. And one of the reasons that cable was down year over year was because... There's no sports for everybody to watch. So the fact of the matter is, in the middle of this pandemic, if sports would have still been running, cable would have been up year over year at the same time that Raw is down at 23.5%. Raw is collapsing, as is SmackDown, 
way more than USA Network, and way more than cable as a whole. But we're done with that, because Luke Gallows is coming up after the break. Wrestling Observer Live. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Very happy today to be joined by Big LG, Doc Gallows, here on the line. 
How you doing today? Here we go. What's going on? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Hey, I hear I hear you just got off another show. I know you've got something going on, I think, tonight with High Spots. It's being flooded with oh, these. Oh, that was last night. Oh, yeah, last night. Hey, it's a media blitz. That's a me- it's a media blitz, and uh, I appreciate jumping on here with you guys today to discuss everything going on. It's a very exciting time. I don't know if, if this is common knowledge, and I'm just out to lunch, but uh, Doc Gallows, what are you a doctor of? Pain? Uh, well, I'm the director of Chaos, if you look it up. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I, sh- I should have known that. I should have known that. Well, listen, we got a lot to talk about. we got Talking Choppamania, Fight.TV on Saturday night. Enjoy the insanity is the is the tagline. We had Carl on here. We had Rocky Romero. I hear that Sex Ferguson is going to be in the main event of the show. What can you tell us about Talking Choppamania? Oh, Talking Choppamania, the worst pay-per-view ever. I hope it ends up being wrestling's greatest parody. Uh, just like you said, 9 p.m. Eastern tomorrow night, available on iPay-Per-View via the Fight app, but also all American and Canadian pay-per-view providers, Dish, In Demand, ATTU, Verse, Verizon. Just look it up, go to the pay-per-view section, scroll down with your TV remote, click buy. It's only $14.99. We have all kinds of things in store for you. This is not going to be five-star wrestling matches. No, no, no. This is wrestling with a wink. Wrestling is supposed to be fun. We're going to do just that. You're going to see some of your favorite characters all throughout professional wrestling from different genres, from different generations, all coming together to jump in on the laugh, have a good time with us. You know, you, you look around the world right now, we have a worldwide pandemic going on. There's social unrest across this country. So as entertainers, as professional wrestlers, we wanted to give you something that we love and be able to laugh along with us. And that's exactly what you get in Talking Shopamania from a social distancing battle royal to a briefcase and a tree match. Who the heck knows what that could end up being? We have a tribute to the 1990s, which the three of us grew up knowing and loving, and many, many more action-packed things. But it all culminates with the Boner Yard match, where Chad Tubad and Sex Ferguson tag team partners for 35 years go in their separate ways, and now they have the opportunity to settle the score in a boner yard. One of these two combatants will be buried alive tomorrow night on pay-per-view. Do not miss Talking Shop Amadia. Holy smokes. You know, when Carl was on the show the other day, he said that he got the call about being cut from WWE, and he said he didn't talk to you for like an hour, and then an hour later you called and you had like a dozen bookings. Is that basically how this went oh, yeah. down? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a rearview mirror guy. The getting cut by WWE wasn't. Uh, I think he took it harder than I did. It's just it's professional wrestling, and uh, you know we already delved into all that. There's no reason to beat a dead horse with it. But uh, you know we're professional wrestlers by trade. We've both been doing it our entire adult lives. We've never had real jobs, never want them. And uh, I thought, hey, here's an opportunity for us to take those handcuffs off be more creative than we've ever been, show layers of our personality to the entire world, and, uh, you know, it all tied in, creating Talking Shop of Mania, and then uh, leading into signing with Impact, because now we have all this creative liberty, and we have a brand that wants us to wear two hats, and they're willing to co-promote all these crazy ideas that are coming out of our heads. So uh, I'm about as happy as I've ever been in this business right now, I can honestly say that. And uh, like I said at the beginning, it's just a very exciting time, I think, for all three of us. And um, in the world that we're in right now, it's going to be an exciting night for wrestling tomorrow night, especially the serious wrestling fan. 
All right, so here's a here's a question for you. So you you get the call that you're no longer with WWE, and obviously there's yeah. there's Impact out there, which you guys ended up signing with, and there's New Japan and AEW sure. and Ring of Honor, all these different. Who was the first yeah. person that you called after you were released? As far as like, hey, we're free. Uh, I thought we needed to get out of the country, and I needed Carl to relax. So I call, I made a call to a foreign promoter and booked us in Spain. <laughs> I thought that the world would be open by now, and we would be heading over there and enjoying the Spanish Sea and doing some wrestling and some signing and making some brother cash. That's what we do. And then uh, that was all. I got the call. I hung up. I did that. And then I got out of my sauna, and I started writing Talking Chopamania because that's just how my brain works. Why did your brain work in that way? I mean, have you had an idea of doing something like this? Like, this was always kind of like a, ha, ah, if I'm ever not with WWE, I mean, this is the first thing I'm going to do. Or did you go in the sauna and you were just thinking about, you know, impact or whatever, and this came to you? No, I mean, you know, I, I have a creative brain that a lot of people haven't seen how weird it can be. Um, I was thinking about the irony of the fact that 11 days earlier, we participated in the main event of the first night of WrestleMania in a Boneyard match with The Undertaker and AJ Styles, two of the greatest performers to ever lace boots. Can't argue that fact. And here we are with this crazy podcast and this big sense of humor. If we don't spoof this, we're doing ourselves a disservice and we're doing our portion of the audience a disservice. So it's time to make a parody, you know? Carl and I often say our favorite movies is kids with a Hot Shots movies. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, and they were great parodies of, 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 uh, of great movies, and that's what we wanted to create. And uh, this is all done for fun. It's done with a wink. It's not done to poke fun at anybody. And, and you know, some traditionalists might not be in love with the idea of it. But you know what? If it's not your cup of tea, you don't have to watch. But I think if you give it a chance... If you watch that boater yard match, you see all these cameos, you see the inside humor, I think you're going to laugh right along with us, get a big kick out of it, and I think you'll get it. And when I say that, that means that you just might by talking shop a mania too. Well, actually, Carl, Carl had said that his, his great fear was that it would do so well there would have to be another one. Well, I got the projections today, so he's in big trouble. Oh, man, oh, man. Now... <laughs> I, I guess I guess the question now this as you noted is not like a wrestling pay per view and and I told him the same thing like I, I know you want this to be the worst pay per view of all time but it will never be worse than the Heroes of Wrestling which was a, a pay per view in the nineties which absolutely I'm very familiar oh my god I don't think he even knew what it was I don't think he ever saw it but if you saw it. Well, yeah, he, he's not. Yes, he's not as much of a historian as I am. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. I loved it for all the wrong reasons, and that's why I want you to love talking Shopamania. It's, it's there's just wait and see. There's stuff that will will fall into line with that, even though that was being presented as a serious pay per view. That uh, you know, there were, <laughs> we can go over the problems in a whole nother interview. Hey, Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov versus the Bushwhackers <laughs> was at the time, and it still may be if I watch it again. The worst match I've ever seen in my entire life. It was so bad. I think I might have to find that on YouTube tonight. Yeah, I mean, that's the one to I look at again. It, I haven't seen it in years. <laughs> well, I mean, in the 90s, you know, there were so many good workers in the 90s that came from the territories that when you saw a match that bad, it was like, it hit you like a ton of bricks. But then... You know, as you move into the 2000s, I mean, there was a lot of bad wrestling in the 2000s and the 2010s. 
So I'm not even sure oh, going yeah, back it actually yeah. would be that bad. I mean, maybe it's been eclipsed by some of the stuff that we've seen. Well, it's fun to go back and look at because there are things that you forget about, you know, how bad they were. Or, or for me, when I was growing up, I didn't realize they were as bad as they were at the time. Sure. And I think that that's kind of that's kind of why all this is funny. You know, this social distancing battle royal. If you don't get what's going on in the ring, listen to us on commentary and how hard we're legitimately laughing. Because no matter what you tell somebody, when you send them out there, it's on them. You can't you can't control what happens after that. And even though a lot of this was shot cinematically, um, I mean, it's full of mishaps, and that's that's what I love about it. So. <laughs> You know, since you mentioned that, I, I grew up watching, like, eight, late 80s, early 90s WWF. That was, like, my first, you know, probably 87, 88, I started watching WWF. And there are a lot of yeah. things I remember where, like, I remember Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels being awesome. And I remember that I liked the Ultimate Warrior, but, you know, he kind of sucked in the ring. But looking back yeah, today... He was... Go ahead. No, no, no. I, I was just going to say... He kind of sucked in the ring, but he was so cool looking. I mean, that's what we all fell in love with wrestling sure. in the first place was what these guys looked like. And I had to go back when I was an adult and got in the business and go, oh, he wasn't. Okay. All right. I get this. I understand why he was on there. And it makes it fun. But there were there were other things that I go back and look at now. And, and you know, a guy like Earthquake, who when I was a kid, he was just like, ah, he's just this big fat guy squishing Hulk Hogan. But, you know, you you watch him years later and it's like, this John Tenta could, or could work. This guy was great. That's that. Yes, he absolutely could. And there, there's a ton of guys like that who get looked over because you know that, that cartoon era, the early 1990s, and they're kind of saddled with those characters and stuff. Like you see that with. I, I was thinking about that not long ago. I look at PCO over in Ring of Honor, you know, and, and I didn't. I was like, oh, he's one of the Quebecers. I don't like them, and that's stupid. And uh, all these years later, you look at him or you go back and look at some of those matches and like. The gimmicks he was doing, they'd send him out to have a singles match with Bret Hart, and he'd have a damn good match. The guy was a great worker, and still is at 50 years old. I was watching some old superstars, and, and the Mountie was on there, and oh, my God, yeah. he's so great. I didn't rec I didn't realize when I was a kid. That's IRS is another one, Mike Rotundo. I had this conversation with Jericho one day. We were sitting on the beach having some drinks, and we were just talking about, I love talking about old WCW, and he goes, I never realized how good Rotundo was. He'd come in there on those Saturday morning tapings, and, like, you just get sent out to the ring, and he's calling all these crazy spots and just working his ass off, and, like, the dude was phenomenal. He just doesn't get the credit for it because you almost, you know, forget that part of it. So, as far as, like, the future now, obviously you've you've got Impact, and, and the Motor City Machine Guns just won the tag team title, so that sounds like an awesome feud, yeah. but... Uh, you know, you've been. Yeah, yeah, well, we can go back to that in a second. But I'm, my point was like, you've been in WWE sure. for a long time. So now, looking forward, I mean, talk about the machine guns and, and who else are you guys like excited to get a chance to get in there with? Man, I, I mean, the Motor City Machine Guns, I think, is a dream tag match for us being, being a uh, highly ranked team in them as well. And especially in Impact, where, like, I mean, those guys are legends now. When you look at the years they put in, what they did for that tag division, and to have them back together while they're still in their prime and can still really go, and we can too, I think that's a great one. Uh, I've been very impressed by the North. You know, um, I was watching Impact while in WWE, and I didn't know those guys were getting to meet them until I went to Impact, but highly impressed with them. Uh, and then you step outside of the tag team stuff. I think there's there's a big opportunity for Carl and I to show different layers of ourselves as singles competitors, too. Like, I would love to see Eddie Edwards and Carl Anderson. I'd love to see handcuffs off Eric Young and Carl Anderson. 
I would love to turn up the brutality and show some things I've never done on American television with some of these, these big monsters that are over there as well. I think that there's great, great opportunity right now to create even more buzz and to have some great, exciting, you know, hard hitting professional wrestling. And that's what, you know, that's what we've been missing these last few years. It's nice to collect that, that big paycheck and all that. But I mean, you sign a sweet deal, you go somewhere where you have some say so in what's going on and you get to start creating again and doing what you really love. And that's, that's being a professional wrestler. You know, one more question here before we have to head to a break, but I look at the lineup of everybody that's on the show tomorrow, talking Chopper Mania. I guess, you know, as, as has been mentioned the last couple of days, Scotty Riggs couldn't make it, but he was he was going to be there. Was there anybody yeah. who, man, you wanted this person on Talking Shop of Mania, but for whatever reason, it just didn't work? Uh, yeah, and, and there, there's, there's, it's a two-part answer, and I, I won't be too long with this. I intentionally hoped it would do well and save some people I really wanted, because I want if there's a sequel, like, we can't try to get everybody on this one. I really wanted Raven, and we were back and forth on it, and, and Scotty recently had a, a few uh, health blemishes, so he was like, you know, I don't think it's responsible for me to come down there in this pandemic. And even with the, we had social distancing parameters, all that stuff. And we, my wife's a registered nurse, checking everybody in, temperatures, the whole nine yards. Uh, so I said, yes, great. Obviously, don't do it. And in true talking shop of mania form, we were going to go to his house and film a segment. And <laughs> we'll actually hold that thought. We're right at a break. I'll be back in a moment. Observer Live. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker we have great rates for you as well at the term lifeline we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above so if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call right now for a free quote rates and availability may vary by state sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify 800-807-1981 800-807-1981 that's 800-807-1981 Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, 
Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877-360-0402-877-360-0402-877-360-0402. That's 877-360-0402. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Doc Gallo is joining us here today, Saturday, August 1st, talking shop of mania, fight.tv, international pay-per-view. Nothing on Saturday night except a low-level UFC, so you got nothing to do except watch talking shop of mania. And Luke, let's get some plugs in for... Doc, let's get some plugs in for everything here. How many times am I going to screw up on this show? Go ahead. <laughs> I love it, absolutely. Saturday, August 1st, all American and Canadian pay-per-view apps, any cable system you have, scroll down, you can click purchase. The low, low price of fourteen ninety nine. available internationally on iPay-per-view via Fight TV, the Fight app. You can watch it right there. The main event, a boner yard match. Hitting my character, Sex Ferguson versus Machine Gun Carl Anderson's character, Chad Too Bad. One of these men will be buried alive on pay-per-view Saturday night. Don't miss out. Cameos from some of the biggest stars in all of professional wrestling. Also, Impact Wrestling, Tuesday nights on Access TV, 8 p.m. If you don't carry the channel, it's available for free on the Twitch app. So watch us there and follow the Talking Shop podcast rate like subscribe we talk all things pro wrestling a lot of laughing a little vulgarity join us crack a beer take off your pants listen to the worst podcast ever talk and shop excellent job i'm glad we have one professional here on the show and by the way if you're listening to this show right now and you buy the show tomorrow you will save four cents it's 14.95 for listeners of this program fight.tv wow and traditional pay-per-view what do you think about that I absolutely love it. You need to do it right here. You need to click it. You need to purchase it. You need to get that thing right now. Start preparing those tailgate parties. Get yourself a little cocktail. Whatever it is you need, sit back, relax, and enjoy wrestling's greatest parody, the worst pay-per-view ever, Talk and Shop of Mania, Saturday, August 1st. And we're out of time, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you again next time, Wrestling Observer Live. Hey!